thinking about rolling the blunt, taking the PP break. I don't feel like people actually do the work to get to know and understand who they're engaging with. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what creates what we, you know, this say this per se polygamy thing that we have going on now as far as, you know, baby mama situations and all of this type of shit, you know. Um, you know, I don't know, man. It's just my personal take on it. Well, you, you know, know I, I think there could be some times that we might run into in the near future or maybe sometime in the future where, you know, shoot, I mean, if, if there's a civil war, a bunch of men die off, we got women that's hung around and they still need, you know, somebody to protect them and to help them provide for themselves and their kids like i said it, it, may, it may not have to be a whole like it may not be a sexual thing but just the fact that you're able to you know come in and help somebody you know move on because uh i know a lot of people get that that marriage thing um a a, a, a different look because i mean they made it legal like they, they've made it into something more than just a you know, a spiritual connection between two people and God. Right, right. And, they put that and, piece uh, of paper in there and, and put the law in there and kind of corrupted it. Yeah, because at some point, I mean, it's just got to be just doing the right thing. You know, saying, you you know, you know this woman's got four kids and her, like, her, come husband, on. her husband got killed, you know, fighting for our country. What do you do? You know what I'm saying? The, the government's not doing anything, whatever. Do you sit there and watch them waste away? Or and in some countries, they have laws that do that. In a lot of Islamic countries, they have it. So where it's like the uncle, the brother, somebody, whatever, he's obligated to marry. Um, you know, if the 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 the, the, the nephew the, or whatever, he dies or, yeah. or something happens, whatever. Yeah. They have like that shit is in the law to protect the women to make sure that they're good. Exactly, and like I said, it ain't it ain't really about sex in all every case. It's just about doing the right thing. You know what I'm saying? Like that that relationship is only different now because their husband is gone and they don't. You know what I'm saying? Whatever pact that he had with his brother or cousin or whoever it was is just to make sure that his wife is okay with his uh in his passing so i mean those are things that i think we really have to kind of just look into and not be so you know we have to be more open-minded about a lot of these uh these conversations check this out y'all let's uh let's flip it a little bit about crt just just this is i'm only gonna play a bit of it Check it. A Rhode Island representative is slammed for tweeting that she lost her black friend to critical race theory. Here goes the tweet. I had a black friend. I liked her. And I think she liked me, too. But now, she is hostile and unpleasant. I'm sure I didn't do anything to her. Except be white. Is that what teachers and our political leaders really want for our society? Divide us because of our skin color? Hashtag CRT. <laughs> this representative is one of those people that believe all right <laughs> what's your thing <laughs> she said she she lost a black friend based on crt 
no, it's not based on. It's, well, I mean, her, her personal view on CRT because obviously she's not ready to accept, you know, her her family's part in where we are in the world today, and because you obviously have a strong feeling about it, this black woman said, "Fuck you." <laughs> Because, I mean, yeah. you know, anybody that's against the, the you know, because, I mean, like I said, I mean, we've had this discussion. I don't think that they uh, are, you know, they're selling this right. Like, as far as the whole the critical race theory is just like a bad, uh, right. you bad know, PR or bad, like, uh, branding, kind of like uh, yes. defund the police, the same thing. And I, it's purposely. And, and, and Black Lives Matter, too. Yeah, it's horrible branding, but I mean the main thing that you know these people are afraid of is all of the horrible truths that will come out about them, and then their kids having to go through this. You know, oh, we we did so bad. We did, like, I mean, come on, like one thing, like you have to, you know, forgive yourself at some point, and or you know, really be able to your past okay with the, uh, you know what this wasn't me i don't know why my my ancestors did this but it's obvious okay they did these things this is there's records of it let's let's deal with this so that we can heal as not just a you know a country or a state or what but as a planet because you know in order for us to really be able to deal with each other to trust each other to be able to coexist is you know I can't be steadily looking over my shoulder at and wondering which one of you, you know what I'm saying. So I mean, we're gonna I mean most likely we'll still have some of these people wandering around 20, 30 years from now because they're still training their kids from three years old to to hate black people, brown and, people, and, and 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 it's because of the um it's it's the you know messing up history and then kind of like the segregation but you know like our um any other big cities are are pretty much international cities you know new york uh chicago houston you know what i mean uh atlanta atlanta i mean you 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 name them and those those cities are full of people from all over the world that speak multiple languages and have different cultures and you know different skin tones you know yeah but it's yeah. kind of like the the rural areas of america is still not you know it's still very like not what well, they um go ahead. they've gone so long with hiding this horrible secrets to where it's like wait a minute like after all of this trouble we're gonna just you know just put it out like i thought we were almost over this like I mean, they'll tell you in the, in the like, just don't talk about slavery. Just don't talk, don't talk about this. Don't you know? Say it'll be over if we just stop talking about it. Well, um, that's not necessarily how people heal because you know they've actually been going to you know psychology, you know psychiatrists laying on people's couches for decades already, potentially dealing with some of these uh, issues that they that they harbor within their own mind 
So yeah, Morgan Freeman you know, said something for, for like black, that. For for black people, they have you know just recently started trying to because I mean you know of course it's a a different type of uh, healing. But, but it's a it's a much deeper healing that's needed for us. So a uh, sorry and uh, you know, hey, we'll do everything we can to, you know, make sure this never happens again. You know, would be appreciated. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't think it could happen again. Even you know, there's as many coons and people who follow. You know who, you know on the side of the government and whoever else who the other side yeah i still I, I still don't see that happening again but and, and i and i think people feel like racism is stupid i think that just people don't see the systematic system that's in place that enforces this and re reinforces this structure you know what i'm saying that's well that's well I, I, if, if when you're benefiting from it, yeah, no, it's hard for you, you to, yeah, yeah. It's, tar, it's you know you you're so used to receiving or see you know seeing the world the way you do, to where you know like, but you know it's still almost impossible for me to think that like everybody is just oblivious to no like nobody sees what's happening to black people, brown people, you know, Moors, Aboriginals, whatever you want to call black people is good enough for me. But however, it's, it's, it's crazy to think that nobody else, like nobody sees it. No, they, they know it. They see it. They like, they know that they have a, 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 a side up, like, just like, uh, Tyreek she say like uh Ritter House, uh what or the dude that uh is like, you know, he had a, a million dollars worth of whiteness is why he was able to, you know, get off on that uh you know, he had a judge pretty much being the lawyer from the bench. You know, it's like all kind of things that they get and benefit from that yeah, they know that I mean they know that they got helped out. So I'm not gonna. I'll totally go with the whole idea that, you know, they don't see it because they that they do. Some people, some people might be oblivious. You know, the they don't really know it or see it because some of them are just like us. You know, what I'm saying like they don't get all the benefits that some some of the others get or whatever. But I don't know. I. I, I I want to get into the um, Putin has the Putin stuff, uh, Ukraine, a little bit about Ukraine, and I'm going to read some of these comments. But check this again out. insisted that the West must give Russia guarantees that NATO won't expand eastwards or admit Ukraine as a member. He's also rejected accusations that it's Russia that's preparing to invade Ukraine, despite massing tens of thousands of troops on the border between the two countries. Mr. Putin was speaking during his annual press conference, saying any expansion by NATO would be a threat to Russia's long-term security. Our Moscow correspondent, Steve Rosenberg, has the very latest. It's the most wonderful time of the year, if you happen to like long news conferences. Vladimir Putin's end-of-year press briefing is always a marathon affair. For four hours, the Kremlin leader fielded questions and he used the event 
to vent his resentment at how NATO enlarged after the fall of the Soviet Union. We won't move one inch towards the east, they told us in the 1990s. And what happened? They deceived us. They brazenly tricked us. There were five waves of NATO expansion, and now missile systems are appearing in Romania and Poland. Is this Russia's response? A build-up of Russian troops near Ukraine's border. The Kremlin denies it plans to invade. But this is pressure. And on the West, too, as Moscow demands an end to NATO enlargement and NATO military activity in Eastern Europe, what it calls security guarantees. You must give us guarantees. You must do it. Immediately. Now, we won't be palmed off with decades of idle chatter about the need of security for all, while the other side carries out its own plans. Vladimir Putin spoke for a long time, but gave little away about his intentions regarding Ukraine, about whether, as the West fears, he's planning a large-scale military operation there. But what we do know now is that next month, US and Russian officials will sit down to discuss the security guarantees that Moscow is demanding. So there's still hope for a diplomatic resolution. Vladimir Putin has done 17 of these press conferences now as president. You need plenty of stamina to do this and to listen to it. And since all main TV channels in Russia show it live, it's wall-to-wall -wall Putin. A reminder as if Russia... Anyways, American spin on everything um so basically let me explain like um talking about nato expansion and talking about ukraine and then they were like they think they, they keep on saying that it's russia that keeps putting troops next to the border but they're not saying that the united nations are put um putting new bases in ukraine right there on the border of russia missile systems and shit I was just gonna ask, what, am I wrong for for trusting Putin more than? I'm saying, I'm saying, that's just what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I mean, I you know, it's just it's it's very weird that uh, you know, there's there's a lot of crosstalk, like it's you know. This whole thing with Russia, like he's there's such a, like the, what is what what is it that they really want for Russia? I mean, obviously with the control of their oil. Well, it's that you know, it's it's competition. We we talked about it before. You know, it's really complicated, but you know, world power, but but it has to do with economics, right? Because Russia sells arms is one of the main things. Russia and and Putin himself is an oil baron, so. He, he has his oil companies and pipelines and um, and then he also has his arms deal deals and those are two sectors where you know United States directly competes with Russia yeah. in in the in the market in the global market yeah and it seems like I think that uh based on some science that I've been hearing in the last few years shit. Russia's technology is higher, better, like just 
more efficient. Like it just like it makes more sense for people to actually be buying from him. You know what I'm saying? Like I mean, if, if America comes up with some some good ideas or whatever, then you know, okay, great, you sell that or whatever. But for so the that, most that, part, <clears throat> that's really what it's about. And you know what I'm saying? It's the same thing with China. It has to do with tech. Because China is, you know, they holding it down on tech. And, um, you know, the United States wants to have a, a monopoly on the global tech market, but China is, is beating them on that. And that's one of the, th that's where the tension comes from with China. And it's all just the United States, well, the European what? Union or the European countries putting pressure on these countries for the benefit of these private corporations like Apple. Look, the, the biggest problem with that is if you were willing to pay, like you wouldn't have to worry about all of this if they didn't have, you know, if if they weren't so money hungry Greedy. yeah, to where they shipped all of our jobs that Americans yep. could have had. Man, no manufacturing over here. Yeah, yep. we could we could have been building. They wouldn't have to share all of the, the high technology that we have with them to catapult them above and like past us like because china's like be... okay that's fine it's whatever um but yeah, we're not gonna but... share we're not gonna share what we discover like what happened was china did uh capitalism better than the west they improved the process <laughs> they streamlined the shit you know what I'm saying? Because because you remember, like, if you think about it, think about how like communism or whatever, how like they like the like China was kind of like cut off from the rest of the world. And it was like, you know, they were trying to go in a different direction or whatever. And then that's where the United States influence over there wanted to get them on capitalism. And they successfully did. And then China, you know, they fucking Bad did it better. Them. <laughs> they, they bamboozled they America. Like they, it made it seem like they was just, oh no, uh, yeah, I, we we make for you, we make for you. I don't understand it, but we make for you. I do, it, yeah. I do it cheaper and faster. I do it cheaper, faster, and <laughs> shit. Meanwhile, it cheaper, faster, better. Like they're like. They've created, like, it's the infrastructures, that's what happens. And that's how these big companies, because we was talking about monopolies, you know, we was talking about water companies and how like, you can't have, usually it's a utility, the, like the, the, the people owns it because it always gonna be, become a monopoly because they've already invested all this money in pipes and so forth and so on. So it's like the infrastructure of things, right? So like what's, what has happened is, China has built infrastructure um, related to, you know, um, Wi-Fi, communications, electronics, you know what I'm saying? They have built this massive as infrastructure that can't really be competed with because it would take the other, it would take the United States 20, 30 years just to build the shit to try to compete with them. Well, you know, I, I you know, I, I still think that this is a part of the global plan. Like, I mean, a part of me makes uh, you know makes me feel like, you know, this is the the power shift is supposed to go back to the east, and that's one of the reasons why. Like, our government is destroying everything that they can, everything that they touch. They're pretty much just ruining it financially. Like, I mean, it's just. 
I, I, I just kind of feel like that's what's happening, you know. But you know, who am I? I, I don't like Man, and the conspiracy with them good old boys be talking about, yeah, you're gonna be speaking Chinese. That shit is really kind of scary because, you know, what if the elites? What if they're just selling it all off to them? You know what I mean? And they're just planning on living off the rest of their <laughs> life in the private island or some shit. Wherever they want. Yeah. No. I mean, that is. That is actually the plan for a bunch of people. I mean, that's what Biden's uh, uh, plan was when he was done with uh, with uh, the Obama term. But then, then he got called in. It's like, nah, look, y'all didn't complete y'all job. Y- you know, this other guy here is is not with the with the system that we've been talking about. So y'all better do figure something out and get y'all. I don't give get a damn what y'all do. Yep, I don't, y'all, you better, you better get this shit right. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. I want to read some comments under this uh, video that we just watched. Because I remember earlier, I saw some nice comments. Um, it says, it is hilarious to watch pro and against Russia media channels translate and deliver his words completely different from a 180 degree angle always wonder about the uh translators whenever i'm watching stuff and then they're just like is he saying what they're saying i know i i've wanted that shit too even even when it come down to like the uh the you know the the hand uh the shit the yeah yeah the visual the sign language translators because yeah because yeah, you know, you just, you just never know. I mean, unless you but, know, unless you know. Yeah. So that if you know sign language, you're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Was, you know, that's not what she said. It, look, here's somebody made a comment. They said the translator was mistranslating in Russian. He was saying, "You are the ones who should be giving us guarantees. You and immediately and stop playing around talking for decades." In response to the British interviewer asking. Whether Putin can give the West guarantees it will not invade Ukraine. You see, and, and and see, but but that's and that's the part that I'm talking about because I mean, when we're when we're getting this, our only people that really understand are people who are Russians that you know, are, you know, that know the language. But everybody else, they can we can get fooled easily because we don't know the languages, all the different languages. And he's, you know, saying you they know from his mouth exactly what's going on. But then when they're saying, uh, you know, the translator for the, you know, the videos is somebody their own, uh, our own uh, people that is supposedly breaking it down, saying whatever they want him to have said, you know, saying like they create a whole narrative opposite of what he's saying and we're supposed to believe it because hey you know we're america america fuck yeah america (laughs) (laughs) you know uh let me see i saw some more stuff because i love to read comments man i learned a lot from that shit um it says to be fair nato promised not to expand but it did very threatening and untrustworthy 
It says, well done. Putin should protect his country. Somebody yeah. said, huh? It says, the U.S. wouldn't accept Soviet missiles in Cuba, and Russia shouldn't accept missile American missiles in Ukraine. Yeah, because yeah. see, Cuba is right there off the coast, and see, Ukraine is right there off the coast. A lot of people feel like Ukraine is Russia's, too. I saw, let me see. Well, well, you know, Ukraine is an independent state, just like Cuba. And, you know, they should be able, because it's not like these Virgin Islands and uh, just different little places that the U.S., you know, has made territories. They're independent. They can buy whatever the fuck they want from wherever the fuck they want. They can accept help from whoever they want because... You, you, I mean, I'm sure you've seen how, you know, like America will turn on you, just like yeah. I mean, just like Russia can turn on Ukraine, or you know, however, vice versa. So, I mean, you, if you really, you know, if you have an issue with the neighboring country, like, w what makes you think they're gonna sell you some shit that's gonna allow you to fuck them up? I mean, come on. I mean, let's let's just be logical. It's complicated, though. Um, I don't think it's that complicated. It's simple as hell to me. Like, I would not like if if I know I've had confrontations with somebody, uh, you know, for for decades at least, and you know, there's a potential beef that's that's lurking. Why would I expect to? Why should I even ask my enemy for a gun? Why should I say, "Hey, man, you know, look, we've been, we, you know, we've been, we've been beefing and shit, man. Why don't you sell me some stuff in case you want to get hostile with me?" Right, and that's kind of what that's kind of what's happening. It's really crazy. Look, check this comment out. This is good. Last time Russia <laughs> actually invaded something, no one saw it coming. Putin's style is pretty consistent. Hybrid warfare, proxy wars, private mercenaries, cyber warfare, element of surprise. This military parade is done out in the open for everyone to see. I'm not even talking about the very idea of actually invading and occupying vast territory with 100% hostile population and zero support on the ground, which is complete nonsense for any military expert. All this hysteria is pretty much stirred by the Western media, and this is exactly the reaction and attention Putin wanted to achieve. Seemed like the old man played you guys like a violin. Mm -hmm. I think that's what he'd be doing on the world stage big time, over and over, over and over. <laughs> Making him look stupid. I think he is, like, he is smart as a motherfucker. Yeah. I don't know how, like, I don't know if he's this diabolical person that people, you know, made him out to be. You know, I know he mean business for, for Russia. Like, he, he's serious about Russia. Yeah. I, you know, but he's supposed to be. Right. But, but however, you know, when, you know, like, they want, you know, like, the whole global community, because the, Russia is another one of those countries that's like, no, nah, I don't want to be a part of y'all bullshit. Right, that new you world know? order thing. 
yeah, that's part I, of that's part of it. That's part of what's going on. Uh, yeah. Look, what, look at this comment. It says, yeah, you guys better take Mr. Putin seriously. He don't beat around the bush. He is a man of his word. I wish we have a president like Putin in America. Greetings from Las Vegas. Yeah. Because I ain't gonna lie. I mean, like I said, I, I don't know enough about Putin to say that I, I would want him to be a president here or something like that, but you know, somebody with the, those same type of principles where, you know, their country comes before everybody else. And if you're, intru if you're intruding on, you know, any of my resources, my land or anything like that, you, you about to, you about to deal with some, you got some issues coming. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think our powers right now are like they don't even fight wars like that no more. It's like it's so a, different. It's no a full nobody wants like full scale scale type, you know. No, how, no, 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 no. Well, nobody, they don't even nobody know what really, it, They don't even know what it would look like because we haven't had no war like that so in so long, and the technology has improved. Everybody's scared. They don't want no full out nothing like that. The, the way they and then there's better ways to, to accomplish what you want to accomplish you know you account and, and with electronics you know with the with the cyber systems the cyber security you know hacking and shit like that like there's better ways to to to, to get at somebody than than to try to you know throw missiles no i i get it and i i mean i'm not promoting any of that i mean because i mean shoot I mean, whether y'all know it or not, Obama signed away the right for them to, for, uh, like, like we can actually have a true war on this land now. Like we could have with a civil war, 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 whatever kind. We so I mean, if it was to come, it'll be full. It could be full fledged, and you know, worrying about all of our families. But however, I think that. Uh, you know, of course, there's many other ways to do to fight these uh, these battles, but America is like they're they're to, from what I'm seeing, my opinion, they're just a bunch of liars, and they'll do and say whatever just to try to you know instigate something to make it seem as though like because the the propaganda is in like the, the the main thing is to win over people's minds you know what i'm saying like that's one of their biggest things they want people's minds they want people to believe what they want them to believe that's like that's the biggest thing so that's why your media will go out of their way they'll lie they'll you know come up with any kind of story just to have you believe whatever it is they're trying to get you to believe this week next week or whatever so but that's where most of the war is happening is you know fucking with our head because to me clearly russia is like putin putin just trying to you know do his thing trying to make money just like everybody else they didn't had all kind of uh um embark you know what's the uh well they they had stopped him from um being able to sell oil and all that kind of stuff Embargo, like yeah. The, yeah, for the last tw twelve or so years, like yeah. since since Obama yeah, it's been was an, in office. 
Since Obama, yeah, it's been maybe a little while before that. It's been those yeah. embargoes, so and that that Russia has had to work around, yeah, and had to deal with this whole time. So I mean, they just like any other country, they trying to, you know, make money for their country, try to make sure their people have resources. You know what I'm saying? So can't, can't be, be mad, mad at them for that. Check this out. Um. When I open my eyes, it seems as though a world appears. There's this experience of a rich world full of objects and people with colors and shapes, textures I can feel. <coughs> and also part of my conscious experience right now is the experience of being me, of, of being a self, of being the center of all this ongoing experience. <laughs> But really, it's not that the self is doing the experiencing. The experience of being me and the experience of the world, well, they're all just parts of this ongoing flow of conscious perceptions. One of the central questions in researching consciousness is how does the brain build this completely convincing, compelling experience of the world around us from sensory signals? The brain is locked inside this bony vault of a skull. It's dark in there, it's silent. There's no sound, there's no light. The brain is conjuring up our experience of reality by continually making predictions about the causes of the sensory signals that it receives. It's not that it just reads the world out from information coming into the eyes. It's using this information to calibrate and update its predictions about the way the world is. In my research group at Sussex, we bring together many different kinds of experimental angles in trying to uncover the brain basis of consciousness. It's only One five of our minutes. experiments, for instance, based on the idea that perception yeah, is to cool. do with the brain's predictions about sensory signals. Well, what we do is we present faces and houses, let's say, to a person, and we make them expect to see faces or houses. And then we can ask, do people see more quickly or more accurately what they <coughs> expect to see rather than what they don't expect to see? And it turns out that people perceive the expected more quickly and more accurately than the unexpected. And we say commonly that, oh, I'll believe it when I see it. But it's really the other way around. I'll see it when I believe it. One of the biggest mysteries for centuries has been how consciousness happens. It's puzzled thinkers for probably thousands of years. How could any explanation in terms of mechanisms, however complicated, explain the redness of red or the sharp pain of jealousy? That's what David Chalmers, a philosopher, has called the hard problem of consciousness. The history of science has repeatedly demonstrated that things that seem beyond explanation become explicable. There's a good historical parallel that I think about a lot, which is how we've come to understand life. It wasn't that long ago that life seemed extremely mysterious and perhaps beyond explanation in terms of physics and chemistry. That's no longer the case, of course. We don't know everything about life, but it's not accompanied by this grand sense of mystery anymore. Now, consciousness is not the same thing as life. But my feeling is, is if we stop treating consciousness as one big scary mystery in search of one big eureka moment of the solution, and follow the same strategy that biologists followed when understanding life, the hard problem of consciousness may dissolve. We have made a great deal of progress with the availability of brain imaging methods that allow us to look inside the living human brain, 
We've got a much better handle, for instance, on the neural fingerprints of conscious experiences. What happens in the brain when somebody's conscious, where it happens, why different kinds of brain activity go along with consciousness. So we know, for instance, that not all of the brain is involved in consciousness. For example, the cerebellum, which is this little brain hanging off the back of your head, actually has three quarters of all the neurons in your brain. That does not seem to be involved in consciousness at all. One of the projects we've been working on in my group is to develop measures of brain dynamics that track, let's say, the difference between normal wakeful states, when you fall asleep, when you go under anesthesia, and when consciousness changes dramatically, such as in the psychedelic state. One of the measures we've developed is something called brain complexity. And it turns out that by measuring how many different patterns of activity there are in the brain, how diverse its activity is, that provides a good approximation, a good rough measure of how conscious you are. But we can really put a number to how conscious somebody is, and that's, that's a really powerful and useful thing to be able to do. Consciousness is everything. Without consciousness, there's no world, there's no self, there's, there's nothing at all. This is, for me, where the mystery of consciousness really comes home. It's not just a deep scientific mystery, it's a deeply personal mystery. It's a mystery that matters. And when I was a kid, I think like many kids, there's this moment where you wonder, where was I before I was born? And then, quite quickly, what happens when I die? And that leads you to think, well, who am I? And what, is, what is this experience of being me? Where does it come from? What does it mean? These are questions that arise at an early age, and I've just been lucky enough to, to hang on to them. Yeah, so what do you think of that, Pat? Well, that's a lot to go, uh, a lot of information. Um, but the, um, give me a, uh, cause, give me a synopsis, cause I uh, kind of got into something else at the same time. Cause he's he's mostly talking about the um, what a how the mind works, consciousness. <clears throat> It says, as a neuroscientist in the University of Sussex in England, Seth has seen firsthand how neurons do what they do, but he knows that the puzzle of consciousness spills over from neuroscience into the branches of science and even into philosophy. So, but it, because he kind of has a theory, because I mean, is this proof? Because from what I'm getting, he's saying that based on things that you've already seen, you kind of develop that thought because I know, like in uh, metaphysics and uh, or just physics itself, um, you you know, nothing really, everything collapses after you. Like it doesn't exist except for when you you're you know observing. Right, right. And, so the, the 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 most important line I think he said was when he said, "People say I I believe it when I see it." But really, they see it when they believe it. So basically, you don't see it until you believe it to be real or to be there or to exist. Yeah, and, that, and that, it, that's and it's created by your consciousness. Well, you know, and like I said, I mean, I've uh, I've kind of struggled with that for a very long time. And it's probably, I mean, I, I'm assuming that it's true. Like, he's done more study than I have in that department. But 
I just like how I mean, you know, like he doesn't know the would, things that he knows. That's the reason why he, that's what he was saying in the video. He was like, you know, he hopes that one day, you know, this realm, you know, the idea of consciousness will be less obscure and it'll be more, you know, scientific. Like they can actually say this, that, that, and the other, but because they can't really say anything right now. Because, <clears throat> I mean, you know, it's kind of, you know, I guess we would have to evolve more as humans because, I mean, the world is what it is. We have to get to a point to where we, like, our consciousness, our perception of reality is less than 5% for the average person. And then 95% of that is like your like unconscious mind. So, you know, you're not really even seeing the world nearly for what it really is. Like, we because probably was We were saying yeah. earlier about our senses and the senses being filters and you know that we're, we're we're filtering out all the information and only taking in what what we want. We're throwing the rest yeah. of it away. Yeah. Let me read a couple comments. This <laughs> comments underneath the video that we just watched. It said, "If everybody would agree that the current reality is reality, and that we essentially share is our capacity for constructing a reality." then perhaps we could all agree on a meta agreement for computing a reality that would mean survival and dignity for everyone on the planet, rather than each group being sold on a particular way of doing things. Hmm. <clears throat> That's an interesting point. I mean, uh, you know. This one says a very nice video the brain mind somehow models external events and from that creates an internal reality is useful. It seems to me the awareness of self as an object in that event set is basically our internal conversation with ourself. Perhaps that internal conversation has much in common with how we learn from others. Most of what we know we learn from others discursively. I have always wondered about what is in common and what is not. <clears throat> I don't know. It's just a lot to think about. I know, uh, man. Like, you know, like, I love this subject, but at the same time, it's just like, I mean, just process, processing it all is like, like, I'll, I'll think about it a couple of days from now, you know, maybe. I have some good comments. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think the issue can, can be summed up as this. We know how consciousness is structured in the brain, but we don't understand why those structures create consciousness, particularly what about their function creates consciousness. You know, and I was watching some stuff and they were talking about your stomach, you know, and there's, they, they think that your mind, like your brain, it might be secondary to your, to your gut. You know what I'm saying? And that your actual mind is in your stomach, like, you know well, what I'm saying? <coughs> and your brain is like the physical, like, uh, just like operating unit, if you will. 
I, I just recently heard uh, something very similar to that. Uh, really, um, exactly that, but uh, of course, different words. But, uh, you know, because a lot of times they tell you to trust your gut, you know, because it's just something about like your brain is, uh, you know, like, I forget how he put it. But however, like your mind, like your head, your brain will actually be your can be like your worst enemy because like you know, you know you you use you know you think too hard about certain things with your brain, it'll it. Oh, we lost him. What'd you think about that, Deuce? You there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, I got back in, man. I went through an area with no service. So, so yeah. So, what you think about that? What he was talking about consciousness and whatnot. Uh, I didn't really hear the video at all. I just came back in, but uh, I mean, uh, I heard the comment that you made about uh, your gut, you know. And I think that 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 may. I think there is a lot of truth to that, you know, because it's like it's like one of those things where you. You know, like having a conversation with somebody, you like, oh my God, I felt it. Like I literally felt it in my stomach. Like I just knew that that wasn't right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, I think, honestly, man, I think a lot of us in our day-to-day lives, man, it's a lot of things that we do is just basically muscle memory. Like we're not even, I mean, we're conscious, but we're not, if that makes sense. You know, like, I don't know. I don't even know if that's what the video is about. So, well, I think, uh, for the most part, I mean, you got it, you know, you, you got it right because, I mean, there's like we've done so many things day to day. We're in some of the same areas to where, you know, we see On automatic. The same thing. Yeah, like it, it automatically reboots or re, you know, like appears. And like I said, I don't know. This is a tough thing for me to just totally be settled with because it just sounds crazy as hell. But because think about Groundhog on. Day. Groundhog Day and the same thing happening every day. And then that makes you think about the simulation. And then what y'all said about what, what Deuce just said is like you're conscious and not conscious. So that like I guess that's kind of like the yin and the yang, you know, like um, inorganic and organic, like your subconscious and your conscious mind. Like... Yeah. Well, like, um, automatic, but but I don't want to be a zombie robot, and that's what I be calling everybody. So, well, I think that's <laughs> I think we're all that to some extent because of you know us only being able to process five percent of the light spectrum. You know, like there's so so much more out there that you know if we could see past ourselves and you know this three D reality that we know of. We, you know, if we was able to process further than what we have have been, then, you know, there's much more of this world that we can see and understand or whatever. But because we don't see past that five percent, then that kind of leaves us to where we are zombie robots to a certain extent. Even without consciousness, we're still at a very low level. So. But thanks for busting my bubble. <laughs> well, and that's just my opinion of it because I mean, 
you know, like I said, uh, the guy that was talking, he's into metaphysics and he's like, you know, the average person, like even somebody that's, just, you know, a genius, I don't like, might have up to, up to 10%, 7% maybe. So even that 95% of, of what you do see is because of your subconscious mind. Yeah. So, and probably the ones that do see more stuff, they're crazy as fuck. Like, they can't even communicate with us. That's the homeless well, people I've walking said, around and just like I, talking randomly and shit. I've <laughs> said that. I, I've said that before. Like, I had to bring up the question to people. I was like, what if it, what if the schizophrenic is the person that actually, you know, has a vision to see more? And he's not just like, he's actually, he's not just talking to himself. Yeah, you know, maybe yeah. he's actually talking to somebody. Yeah. We just too little. We to, can't see, to see it. We can't yeah. see it. Like people that didn't have mental episodes, or maybe certain drugs, psychedelic drugs, and open their mind up, and or whatever. Maybe they had certain experience, some kind of experience that just opened their mind up, and they can't go back. And 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 you know, if you think about it, you know, how would you communicate with someone like that? That can really like 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 let's say it's the matrix, right? The person can see through the matrix. How do you communicate with that person? He's gonna be saying stuff that don't make sense to you. Yeah. Uh, they were exactly. talking about there's a drug like that, like you could take like a, a mushroom regimen every day. There's some some chick who's some type of uh, professor uh, in New York uh, that was basically wrote a book about this how taking that regimen per day, it can open depths of your brain that we never used to be able or you would be able to see beyond what, you know, the average person is able to see, you know, on a day to day, you know, uh, yeah, I, don't, I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I want to do that, but I mean, I'm just saying, <laughs> I mean, it'd be yeah, nice I to mean, trip out one day, you know, I've never tried shrooms before. I'd like, I'd like to try it. Me, I've thought about it, but at the same time, I, I you know, I'm scared. I guess I, I, yeah, I'm very scared because, like, some people really trip out. Like, um, well, one of the stories that scared me up to even up to this day was my brother uh, during his uh, graduation um, part. Like, they had a a graduation trip that they did. They were out at the beach. I guess they. There's some, you know, like, well, not my brother, but the, some of the people that was there did some shrooms, and the dude, like, freaked out, and he thought that he was seeing people on fire, and he was beating them up, trying to, like, he was trying, trying to, to put, put out put, the fire. Trying to put the fire out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I listened to uh, Mike Tyson. Uh, his uh, podcast, and he was talking about doing the toes and how it reached. Like he saw dimensions of himself. Like nah, I'm really uh, scared of that shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing the toes. Hear, hearing the shit <laughs> that Mike Tyson talk because he like that's why I learned about it from was listening to Mike Tyson and but, his experience with it. But, and but like, can y'all lie? That nigga is a smart. You could tell he didn't tap into some in real intelligence, bro. Listening to him talk. That nigga, that nigga, that nigga knows some shit, bro. Yeah. Well, 
you know, like I, I think that that's something that you know, I for maybe it helps him tap into it because of you know him being somewhat of a loose cannon and or whatever. But I, I think we, you know, just based on your mindset, you can tap into yeah. uh, any kind of t- thought process. I, yeah. I think he was already going in that direction. So, and, and, and I don't think you need these chemicals necessarily, but sometimes you can take shortcuts or whatever. But I, yeah. I, I agree with Pat. I ain't fucking with them frogs because that shit is like poison for real. So, like, you do that shit wrong. Well, you could you could kill yourself on the shrooms too, but, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, you, you have to do it with a shot. What is it? A shaman artist? Free yeah. Artist. It's these professionals that know how to yeah. uh, administer it to I'm you. Still- but- yeah, it's just not. it's one of those things, bro. Like I, I think about that movie Limitless. You know, this guy was taking this fucking pill and like, oh man, you know. But I'm not gonna lie to you, dude. I remember watching that movie and saying to myself, I wish I could fucking get a hold to this pill. Because <laughs> I remember I remember being in high school, you know, struggling so bad just to make it through fucking, you know, uh algebra one and, and all of these different deals because of my my learning disability and and things that I had coming up, you know how I was a, you know it wasn't because of me, it was just because of you know the situation of how I grew up. You know I learned how to read late in life, uh, a lot of things, and and I remember watching this movie and I was like, oh my god, like if I fucking had that fear, I'd be a fucking genius, like you know. And it's like to be able to touch the other like. I was gonna say Adderall no, no. is what everybody use now. Yeah, yeah, I know a lot of people use Adderall, but but man, you know, sometimes I I, I sit back and I, I just tell Dell like, man, I don't know if I would want to do that. But sometimes, dude, I do want to know like what the other part of my fucking brain thinks about. You know what I'm saying? Like, what could I do if I'm able to if I'm able to use at least fourteen percent of my brain just for a day? What could I accomplish? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think about that. You know, like, I don't know, man. That's some, it's some crazy shit, but it also sounds like, you know, like, to be able to go on that trip and not be judged, you know, like, sit in a room somewhere and have, like, the mood music playing and fucking take a regiment of shrooms and just kind of trip the fuck out and just see what you come up with. Like, I, I want to do that shit. You probably can look it up and do a Airbnb or something like that. They, I bet you they got something out there for trips people to, to, to take. But I don't know, you know, like I say, you really want to be around people that you trust, you know, someone that you know. Yeah. 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 I don't know, man. I may sound silly as hell, bro, but I, I really <laughs> think that there's another dimension to our brain. Like, because I think about. I think about the geniuses of the world and it's like, you know, like, I feel like there's a part of us, like, we all have that ability to to do beyond what our reality is showing us right now. And our current point in time, like, you know, where we're at, you know. Well, if you uh, believe in reincarnation, you, uh, you have lived through that time already and you'll live through that time again. Like, right now, based on the uh you know the the way the earth is spinning and can, you know like right now it just has us at a low level a low level state of mind you know of mind where like 
other times in life where like they were able to communicate with each other without ever moving their mouth like yeah hey Pat, can i say something can i ask you a question real quick man not to interrupt you but i i heard like i heard this guy say right i was watching i was watching this uh video uh my daughter came and brought me her phone and showed me this video and she replayed it and the guy said that the reason why babies cry when they're born is because you died and you came back as yourself and you're crying because of the memories that you had from back then. Um, I don't know about that. Um, I mean, babies usually are crying because they got smacked across the ass. And they're taking their first breath and shit. But yeah. there is a spiritual thing. I have heard that before, what you're saying, dudes. I've heard that. And it kind of goes with the Hindu religions um, related to incarnation and like the tunnel. Even when you're dying, they're saying like that light at the end of the tunnel is really the womb. And when you're coming out of the womb, when you're being rebirthed again. Hmm. And see, that's why I was going to ask you guys. Because I know you guys get more in depth on a lot of things like that. And it just kind of made sense. Like, because have you ever just been somewhere that like like Pat probably had like driving you know and you go somewhere and you you find yourself standing yourself dude I've fucking been here before like, like yeah like I've seen these people before you know but you know damn well in, your, in the back of your mind like I've never been out of the fucking state of Texas but I know this person this chick right like and it makes me wonder like dude like did we some point like is this the new us like you know that old us died that old generation of us you know from back in the day died and we were rebirthed you know we were we reborn and now you know i don't know this is how let me say how i look at that i look at that in two ways one way is you know all of our mind all of our minds are connected as humans right so living an individual experience is an illusion already and i think we transfer in between like when we when we be on the astral plane or when we you know we move around you know not just physically so and that's way i think that we'll end up with memories sometimes that um we don't know where they came from but there's also the dimension of the dna because, you know, I think that the whole point of know thyself and everything, the point of the universe is, you know, gathering information. So your DNA has gathered information through generations and you have that information, you know what I'm saying, in your code. So that sometimes can be parts of those kind of like deja vu moments um, because you know our ancestors have been here and they're in her in us well we are our ancestors right and i i do somewhat believe that you know like when you have us like even somebody that in passing for whatever reason you just have a a connection with them you might almost be like staring or like it's like damn you know who is this person like i feel like yeah like in another life that was someone really close to you you know you have that you know like you may have somewhat of a some of an attraction or some kind of close feeling to somebody that you know you you know in this world you've never met but they could have been your your wife or 
cousin, brother, sister, you know, somebody, you know, that same spirit that you were connected to in a, another life. Uh, so, I mean, I think uh, there's really endless possibilities when it comes to that because, I mean, we're, we're, we're looking at, I don't know how many uh, millions of uh, generations that our ancestors have gone through on this planet. And um, it's just so really is no, the no, light. Is the light at the end of the tunnel really our birth, like our rebirth in a sense? Like that's, it's that's, almost like it's flashing your memory to now learn new things, but they're still you're still attached. I, I don't know. That's just crazy. that's just an interesting thing. Like, see, religion is always to like. Uh, make sense of things you know what i'm saying to like simplify things to make people feel better about things if that makes any sense but if you're really interested in that stuff man go look up nirvana you know what i'm saying hinduism you know what i'm saying buddhism has some of that stuff in it and and and, and, and go down that road man look watch some youtube videos you know what i'm saying because it's really interesting i went down that rabbit hole myself and um but I mean, what I come to is like a lot of the religions, like it goes back to the book of the day from Egypt because Egypt, they got their stuff from something before that. And it's all the same story of like trying to not be here, really. You know what I'm saying? Like wanting to move on to the next thing and actually coming back here is like a punishment. Yeah. Not Pretty much. This is crazy, man, because I've had like so many situations like that. They're like I've literally been like in other states and have had like elderly people come up to me and be like, I know you. I saw you. I, you know, like, like, what the hell? You know, and, and of course it kind of weirds you out. You know what I'm saying? Especially, you know, when I first started driving trucks, basically leaving the South for like the first time in my life being in these places and, and I'm the only black dude in there and somebody comes up and say that shit like it's just like uh I remember one time I can't remember exactly where I was at but I know I was in like a travel plaza or uh, turnpike situation you know a little turnpike travel stop travel plaza and I had this couple walk by me and the lady see me like they walked by me and she turned around and looked at me and she came and stood in front of me and she was just like she's like i don't know what the fuck it was and this was her exact word she said i don't know what the fuck it was but your energy hit me and and i feel better like i like we're connected wow we, i know you know and i'm like huh and and she you know and it was just crazy dude it was just like your energy hit me like you you just something about you it's something about you. I, I, I feel you. It's like you're on me. You're present. And I, I didn't know what the fuck she was talking about. But then, you know, fast forward now, knowing a little bit about it, you know, our energy can transfer. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It was just, it was scary as fuck. I think I was in PA when that shit took place. And I was like, this bitch is crazy. But then, like, it was just like your energy. Like, she was like, I felt like shit, but now I feel better. You know? It's it's, it's a real thing, man. It's really contagious. And that's the reason why I have hope 
that's this is what gives me hope for changing in the changing the world because I know it can change in a flash because it can be you know how like when you enter a room and you're sad you enter a room and you're sad and then you kind of make the room a little more sad you know you enter a room and you're happy you kind of make the room a little more happy you know what i'm saying it kind of spreads you know what i mean and i really believe i really believe that you know the universe is mine and i believe that as humans we have a mental projection that goes all around the whole planet like a magnetic field and you know it's a vibration it has a vibration and a frequency based on how we all feel collectively so if somehow we could get ourselves to elevate our you know emotions the way we feel about each other the way we feel about the earth and the world then we could flip it and 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 i think it could happen overnight and, and immediately we would just start we would know what we need to do and we would just start doing that yeah yeah because i think we all know what we're supposed to do but this damn society that the, the corporations you know it's kind of like the adam and the eve story you know the yeah. um, um so now we have the knowledge of technology and we just use this we use it for pleasure and we consume and yes we've taken the easy way out and basically created this facade of a world that's really a hell that's not the way we're supposed to be living at all yeah yeah, it's just, yeah, I get what you're saying, you know. Yeah. I get what you're saying. We're going to have to evolve more as humans in order to get past this. And um, I think mostly what you just said was very, very true. Like, I mean, I, I think that, but it, I mean, it's because of ourselves that, you know, allowing certain things in our lives that we don't have to make a big deal about we make such a big deal about them because you know i don't know like we 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 shortcut ourselves with worrying and stressing about things that we can't change or fix and if we put our minds to fixing the things that we know we have control over and we can change like we should just be doing that but yeah. instead yeah instead they got us on the hamster wheel and we just running like on a treadmill and we're not really accomplishing anything and we're exhausted and extracting all the energy oh let's talk about the matrix because yeah, the, the dude in the matrix that's what he said in the matrix the new matrix he said i get to extract more energy from these people by getting them all emotional and, yeah. and, and draining yes. them i really think yes. that's what's happening like that's exactly what's happening in the real world distracting us and getting us like our like um, emotions like uh like fear and like fear is like what will get your emotions up the quickest the fattest fastest and they can absorb that like that's like what they can get that energy like right away and they like broke it down to a science on how to do it at this point like and that's what i'm saying just like that movie Monsters Inc. I think that's what they be telling. They be telling this stuff in these in these movies. I really think so, man. Like mm-hmm. they're telling what's actually really truthfully actually really happening in the real world. Not like no matrix stuff. I'm talking about like for real, because 
it happens in a practical way. We try to think of things in a magical way or, or theoretical, theoretical way. And we forget that the universe happens in real time, real space time. <laughs> and depending on your perception, you might call it magic, but it's what's happening. You know what I'm saying? And it's, mm -hmm. and, and so this extraction, this, this thing that's happening, it happens practically through the, our devices, through, you know, the, what we do, what we give our energy to, right? Because what I be trying to say is we have to pay attention. Whatever you pay attention to is going to give you those rewards. You know what I'm saying? You is what you're giving your energy to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. So, so we're supposed to pay attention to nature, to, to the world, to the, the cycles of, and we was talking about astrology earlier. Like knowing knowing when the moon is full and when it's going to be finishing its cycle and where it's at in the sky, that information is useful because you know how it's going to affect you. You know what I'm saying? Knowing knowing the summer solstice, the winter solstice, you know, knowing when spring actually happens, uh, this stuff <clears throat> is important because our bodies and our minds go through these same cycles. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, but they got us looking yeah. at these damn computer screens all day. Computer screens, of, the, the TVs, I mean, yeah. these algorithms to keep us uh, away from, you know, certain things that are actually broaden our, uh, our thoughts. Because, I mean, we're going to think, like, that's energy. Thoughts are energy. So we got, we, we're going to have these thoughts but if we can if they can keep us diverted from you know real life things that we can actually grow and like I say I don't think that's like a racist thing at all because I mean even that I think they're talking even white people with uh with some of the same stuff so, yeah it's, it's all about domination and control and that's where this COVID thing comes in you know another and separation because that's I how heard control go ahead i'm sorry i heard somebody uh mention uh there's like this uh trucker chat room that i'll go in and talk to and these are all guys that i've met over the years or whatever and uh this older guy that comes in there uh he still drives locally but he said that america changed when they when they when they let the big corporation come in and take away the farmers that's when the, pretty much nobody knows like he was like if you think about it nobody knows nobody knows anything unless it's uh you know unless they watch the news anymore you know it was like back then farmers could tell anybody like you know like hey you know the time's changing remember remember the six o'clock back or this or this or that or you know oh, yeah. like you know that's when America changed for the worse, when they put the farmers out of business, the people that kept this country going, that's when this and allowed big corporations like Tyson to come in and take over. And, and, and know, I, I would a hundred percent agree with you because when they say make America great again or whatever, and what what made America so you know rich and powerful was its ability to manufacture goods. And, 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 and um, food was our biggest one. And we relied on small farms. It was a patchwork of small farms 
across the nation, family farms, and they worked yeah. together and, and produced all of this fucking food that fed not just us, but other countries as well. And, and we still feed other countries, but now it's ran by these big corporations who don't give a fuck about America. You know, the, the, the people right outside of the farm can be, even the people working the farm can be starving as fuck. You know, it, it was different when it was a, a, a family farm, a small farm. They're going to care more about their workers. They, they you know, their workers come and go, you know, seasonally or whatever, but they know these people. You know what I'm saying? Um, they might, they may be family members. Like it, it, it was different. There's a disconnect now because the corporation don't give a damn about nobody. They spraying these pesticides and shit on everything. Niggas about to die out there trying to fucking um, wear hazmat suits, trying to fucking put the pesticides out there, using toxic ass seeds that they have to use because the fucking corporation is making them. Monsanto is forcing them to use these toxic ass seeds. Nobody has any, like, we don't have the power no more. They get to decide what food we eat and, and, and all of that shit. I was watching a thing where about Coca-Cola, where because they don't really have no competition no more, they measure their success on how much the globe drinks Coke, like how much of it actually gets drank. Because cause before they used to try to do it, measure it by how well they was beating their competitors, but now they just must just destroy their competitors and that's what these uh, a lot of these industries are going in like okay so facebook and google had you know they have monopolies amazon have a monopoly microsoft has a monopoly apple apple has a monopoly you know what i'm saying we can keep going down the list and these are like major global conglomerates that you know when these companies are big like this like who is going to tell them anything like they do whatever they want they'll put whatever in whatever the hell they're making the fuck like okay sue us we don't give a damn we're making so much money oh we killed a whole city of people whatever pay you know 200 billion dollars for everybody each we don't give a damn it's a trickle it don't it don't it don't it don't matter. They already got the fucking shit in the budget for to pay lawsuits in case these shits happen. Like the shareholders, the 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 executives, everybody's still gonna get their bonuses. And it's a class system, you know, to keep you know. That's why another thing, they're eliminating the middle class. You know, they, they felt like the middle class was too powerful, right? Mm -hmm. Like the bourgeoisie or whatever. So they destroy, they've been systematically destroying the middle class so that it's all just like really rich people and, and poor people. Like, so it, everyone becomes slaves because we all work for the major corporations, every single one of us. And then the class system is the people who are, you know, your family members. So what do you call it? There's a word for that. And um, so it becomes like an aristocracy or a, a oligarchy because the same families, the reason why they get to be the owner of the company was because their mom was the owner of the company or whatever. And a lot of them get their jobs that way. Uncle, dads, you know, 
mom, whoever the hell. And that's how they become the executives of these companies. It has nothing to do with their actual, you know, abilities. You know what I mean? Their actual um, skills. They just inherit these jobs and they get to, you know, get paid, you know, a million dollars a year, million five a year to, you know, do some simple ass shit, whatever. Like, you know, what I was reading about, I was reading about that a lot of these companies have jobs that are not even really like necessary or whatever. Like they have unnecessary, literally, they have literal unnecessary positions in the company. <laughs> jobs that aren't not needed for, you know what I'm saying? Like they're like fake positions, if you will. And, and they pay these people all out the ass. And the, the people who are at the bottom, who's doing all the real work, the people who's actually making the company run, you know, get to get paid trash so that they can never move up the ladder. They'll let one or two or three get through for like winning the lottery. You work for the company forever. You can work your way up. And then one day, hopefully you can become an executive. You know what I'm saying? But how many other people actually make it up the ladder like that? Most people just be a janitor their whole life. You get what I'm saying? I don't know. I'm all over the place. Oh, shit. I'm putting y'all to sleep with my ranting and raving. Yes, I, I'm gonna have to get out of here because uh, yeah, I got Yeah, man, I gotta get up and get at it first thing. All right, man. Thank you for your time, as I, always. Oh yeah, man. I'll pop in tonight if you're doing it again. You know. Yeah, yeah. I'll be here. All right. Well, I'm gonna holler at you, bro. All right, man. Peace and love. Peace get some rest. Oh, yeah. All right. I wanted to play y'all this video of the history. It says the history of history, but I might save it for tomorrow. Because I want to talk about history. So we want to give it some, some time. And the um, this is cool. Let's see if it's still playing. It's the um, that telescope that they uh, the new one that they uh, put out, and these are the live uh, coordinates of it, and it's taking pictures and shit. It's like the new Hubble space thing. This is like the live tracker of it. Yeah, super nerdy stuff right here. Um, it's going to have some really cool pictures coming in off of this thing. I've already saw some stuff, but once they start putting that shit together, they have some really cool pictures coming out of this. And it's going in like a circle, if you will. So it's trying to get like a 360 degree um, picture of our solar system, of our near solar system, like our um, our. I don't know if it's really looking at the whole galaxy, our galaxy, I guess so, but I don't know. I think it's 
mostly trying to look at our like our solar system, our you know our little area, and trying to get some really good pictures of it. You know, and this is a simulated picture at the top here of how it's turning because it's turning like that, and that's how it's getting um, its pictures. So, but that's a simulated picture. I don't think that's not the picture of the telescope. What's real is the coordinates. You got a live chat going on. People are nerds like me watching this shit. Well, it's in the middle of the night here, but. Anyways, that's the weird old nerdy me. Chaka P. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to wrap it. Because we could talk about the metaverse and history tomorrow. Because that's what I was going to go into. And then we'll add some stuff to that. Um, Alright, I guess we're going to wrap it. I'll pay this damn crack video. That might get me in trouble. Anyways, peace and love, y'all. I meant to scroll on my Instagram. Let's do that real quick. I was going to start with that, but then we ended up talking. I should have updated this page. How loud is this? I see. <laughs> I thought it was Chrissy. Turn around, fuck it all the way up. God damn. <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> I thought it was Chrissy. Turn around. Oh, what's up, Buttercup? What's up, Buttercup, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You came down the wrong block, player. You came down the wrong block, dog. You know where you at? You know where you at, dog? You about to feel every piece of these wings out here, man. Ain't no games out here, man. Oh, you got your little, you got your little satchel, huh? Your little Indiana Jones satchel. Got your little man purse. You think you're, oh, okay, okay. You caught me with one, Playboy. You got you one, but you ain't gonna get another. Yeah, fall over those strawberries, Playboy. Yeah, what's up, man? What's up? Oh. Oh, was that the camera? Oh, hey. Oh, hey, guys. Just out here. Just out here being a good citizen, man. Just... Lord, I lift your name on high. Oh, what's up, buttercup? What's uh, That's pretty funny. Say, kid, you done slid down the wrong block, young man. And no matter how fast you go, I can stick with you. Yeah, I do not like scooters on my block. Yeah, you got that loud shirt on. You know how much anxiety that color shirt gives me? Yeah, you gonna check in the next time you come down my block, Playboy.
Brandon. himself was basically the bringer of knowledge and wisdom to mankind. Claims to have had a hall of records that were hidden, one underneath the Great Sphinx and one inside of the Great Pyramid itself. They were doing a cosmic scan of the Great Pyramid. They found this hidden chamber above the Grand Gallus, massive open area. Huh. What could be in there? A lot of secreted texts from the ancient mystery schools, the true knowledge and wisdom. We provided several names of people who reached out to our station requesting help. The doctor who answered the door says he could not find lab results for any of them. Definitely, with a complete honesty, if it's in my system, I will tell you. Yesterday, so you guys were a legit legitimate testing site. Yes, ma'am. You guys are using specimens. I have no further comment. A site overseer at an obscure parking lot location in Cyprus told us the results would come from Texas Diagnostic Laboratories, who tells us they're certified and follow HIPAA rules and is unsure why the site is giving patients their information. We provided several names of people who reached out to our station requesting help. The doctor who answered the door says he could not find lab results for any of them. Definitely, with a complete honesty, if it's in my system, I will tell you. Yesterday, so you guys were legitimate legitimate testing site. Lyrics make me a menace when it's in a sentence, then it's finished. More pure than raw, much more above the law. I don't go on tour, I go to war. Stop it. He took her phone. All right, here's a, this is almost crazier. Styrofoam cup takes 50 years to biodegrade. How long do you think a mask takes? 150. 450. Oh, oh my God. It's messed up to think that. <sighs> Masks are like the Democrats MAGA hat. All right, here's a, this is almost crazier. I just want to tell y'all, y'all the coolest folks in here. Real cool. Both of y'all. Check him out, man. He's sharp. Look at the earring in. Don't play with that, man. Don't play with that, man. Look at over there. Y'all look 20 years old today out here. Man. What's going on, man? Yeah, man. <laughs> Hey, mommy. Good morning. Hi. How can I help you? Are you sure about me? The speaker. Uh huh. Told me to hook it up to my blue teeth. <laughs> okay. I ain't got no damn teeth. <laughs> so how the hell am I hook it up? <laughs> it's a blue teeth. got a cyan and i wanted to remind you guys that i have a huge sale going on right now make sure you go on my website godpeace.com get you some organite and put in discount code prosper 2022 so you can get 20 percent off of anything that you purchase on my website and i know you guys know about organite organite absorbs cations and emits anions so basically it absorbs the toxic energy and emits healthy energy so this is something you definitely want to bring into the new year so be sure to go to godpeace.com 
type in that discount code and get you some art that deals. <laughs> <laughs> Some of y'all have y'all vision board meetings this year that you have holy motherfuckers accountable at the top of the list. Some of y'all create your own world of people having the nerve and the audacity with you because you stay silent and mute about the wrong shit. You gotta learn how to speak up and park motherfuckers the minute that they put some bullshit on the floor with you and hold them accountable. When you stay silent, a person misinterpret that shit as you being naive and gullible. And if you're not careful, a person will feed you farts till you old enough to eat shit. We gotta stop believing for the best and having hope in the wrong motherfuckers and accept them for who they show us they are. Because when we don't, we set ourselves up for failure and disappointment and we break one of the four agreements by making an assumption. We assume that because we good people and our motives and intentions are sincere and pure, that when people are placed on our path, they gonna reciprocate the same thing. And when they don't, we break another one of the four agreements and we start taking shit personal. I push the same campaign and policy every year, all year, and that's holding everybody in my life accountable. Nobody in my life is above reproach. I'd rather be out here solo serving before I be acting in concert with some hooligans I'm unequally yoked with. I never sacrifice and give up so much of myself to fit in somebody else's world just to make them happy. You know what I'm saying? When you think about it, like that price of admission is too expensive and I ain't going to be able to pay it because I'm going to have to give up too much of myself to make that sacrifice. You know, hold when some of y'all have y'all vision board. Yeah, I was feeling him until he started talking about equally yoked. Lost me on that. Calling daddy, daddy, can you be my? Gonna kick. Oh, Yo, mama. My Okay, let me see this. Guessing Maxwell verdict. Axing Maxwell, the longtime associate of serial sex offender Jeffrey Epstein, convicted on five of six counts related to the abuse of trafficking, abuse and trafficking of underage girls. It says guilty conspiracy to entice minors to travel to engage in illegal sex act. Not guilty entice of Enticement of a minor to travel to engage in illegal sex acts. Guilty conspiracy to con transport minors with intent to engage in criminal sexual activity. Dime que tu quieres, papi. Because. 
I'm gonna I'm I'm a I'm gonna slide up in the algorithm and I'm a fuck it. <laughs> yeah, like this is crazy. This nigga is crazy. Like, no, really, he's crazy. <laughs> 